Hello, and welcome to the third episode of Columbus Local. I am Len D'Amico, and today it is my great pleasure to introduce Beth Newsom Cronenweth. Hi, Beth. Hi, Len. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? You know, it's so awesome to do this today because, you know, I think most people understand and, and have seen that, um, you know, we're... Um, we're very close. We're a couple. We are a couple. Yes. And we actually, we live together. We, we live, uh, you know, in, in love and admiration of each other. And it's awesome. It is awesome. It's awesome to talk to you today. It is fantastic to talk to you. So, um, I love your podcast so far. <laughs> You're so smart because um, I think I've got uh, a couple of the kinks that, uh, you know, come with every startup worked out at this point. And you watched all the pain um, and you helped along the way, which is great. And uh, so I appreciate all that. And here we are now with um, the opportunity to get to know you better, which is awesome. So um, some of these things, Beth, you know, I'll know in advance because... I've spent a lot of time with you. Indeed. <laughs> but um, I'm going to ask him anyway. So, you know, for you in, in the Columbus local uh, music uh, community, um, people know you as Megabeth. So I, let's start with, like, where did the name Megabeth come from for the band? Oh, my gosh. I always say the band's name and then follow it with, but it wasn't my idea. But you know what? It's become such a great brand. Um, I started this band about seven, eight years ago now. Um, and my nephew, Steve, became the lead guitarist. And his brother, Grant, who's also a fantastic musician, uh, somehow came up with this name, Megabeth. And we couldn't figure out any other name. And it stuck. And it has just become a great brand. And it's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> so, you know, for, for, so for Megabeth, then, you know, you mentioned Steve and I, I gotta say, you know, um, he is an absolute, um, world-class talent when it comes to a couple of things. One, he, um, he has a, um, uh, custom building and remodeling business. Right. He's, he's uh, done some fantastic work. Um, he also um, owns Anklum Custom Guitars. Um, I'm fortunate enough to own one of those as a gift from from you, Beth, uh, from for a recent birthday that I just absolutely love and cherish that guitar. It's um, very unique and uh, sounds great, and I and I love to play it. Um, and then also, of course, he's a fantastic guitar player, and so I hope that Steve will one day. Uh, listen to this podcast and say, "Hey, man, I think I'm gonna, I think I want to do a podcast." I hope he does because he's, he's really. I think he's he's gonna make a lot of contribution. He obviously he does within Megabeth, right? Yes. But um, I think we'll see more of Steve. Yeah, he's he's a great lead guitarist. He's his tones are uh, unmatched. Oh yeah, and he's also a great dad to three wonderful children and husband to a, and wonderful a husband to a wonderful woman. wife yes absolutely so it's a it's a wonderful family your your nephew steve yes absolutely um so um 
you know, with with uh, with Megabeth now is kind of um, you know your your main rock uh, four piece um, band project. We can talk a little bit more about that in a bit, but you know, where did music start for you, Beth? <laughs> that is a great question, and I have an answer for that. Um, as as you know, and and many people know, my dad was a, a radio and television on-air personality back in the heyday of, of local live television. He started as a 17-year-old disc jockey at WWVA Radio in Wheeling, West Virginia. And um, through the years, he, you know, finally decided that TV was probably an up-and-coming thing. So he moved his young and growing family to Columbus, Ohio. And uh, that was about seven years before I was even born. So I came along and by that time my dad was was pretty well known in the local TV scene. And uh, he was doing a live kids show and they gave him a guitar, the studio, the Channel 6, which used to be WTVN TV, gave him a small body Gibson guitar. Now dad didn't know how to play the guitar other than he could pick up any instrument and play it. Uh, just by feel. And uh, one Friday night, being the precocious five-year-old that I was, my parents were going out somewhere, and uh, my siblings were all staying home, so they were old enough to watch me. And uh, I said, Dad, can I learn to play your guitar? And of course, he wouldn't be able to teach me, but he gave me um, a book that he had handy. It was called Joan Baez, let's play the guitar. So I spent the entire evening teaching myself chords from that book. And by the time they came home, I was playing a pretty, pretty rockin' skip to Maloo with a D chord and an A seventh chord. Did, were you using a pick or was it all like finger style? I think I stuff? was probably using a pick at that time. Yeah. So, yeah. so you, so you were playing the guitar that the dad brought home yeah. and your siblings were quote unquote watching you. Yeah. He told me I had to be careful with the guitar. I, 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 you remember I that? I d definitely. But how, so how many siblings are we? And I, again, I know the uh, answer to a lot of these questions, but I, you know, I, I'm, I'm the youngest of six and my siblings are each a year apart and I'm four and a half, five years younger than my next sibling. So I was, I was definitely the spoiled baby of the family and, and I can't precocious. Yes. I, I can't imagine. Yes. Well, it I know. It surprises me to hear you say that. I'm sure it does. <laughs> and now I'm the spoiled, you know, girlfriend of Linda oh, Miko. That's so. awesome though. Yeah. So, the, so this guitar, um, is, I, this, is it I still, still around? It. I still have it. Where yeah. is it? Um, it is in a climate-controlled storage that, that we share unit. Yeah, yes, where a lot of our gear. I, I had uh, several years ago. I, I beat the heck out of it. It's got, it's got belt rash, and I'm not even sure how it got belt rash because I'm not even sure I was wearing belts back then. But um, and, and then it, it got cracked. The body got cracked, and I set it aside for years. But I never got rid of it. And I finally took it to Bill Foley at uh, German Village Music House about. I don't know, 10 years ago and had him fix it for me. And it, uh, you know, it's a sentimental, it has a, it has a four digit, uh, serial number on it. That's all. Holy cow. It's from like 1960 or something like that. Wow. Yeah. 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 And what brand is it? Gibson. 
Wow, you know, you got to check into the I, the, yeah. uh, the significance of that. Yeah. So it, it, I mean, that sounds like a cool guitar. I'd like to maybe see it sometime. Yeah, you you will. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I promise. I wonder what the next like. I wonder how straight that thing is. Hopefully, it's in it's great okay. shape. Because yeah. if if Mr. Foley yeah, he from totally, Turner Village, he totally I mean, you know, he's one of the best over. around. Right? Yeah, he is. Um, okay, so so how not to date ourselves, but you know, um, uh, how old were you when you learned all those tunes in one babysitting session I was, with your siblings? I was five. Wow, I was five years old, and uh, after Dad saw that I was serious about it because once i learned that uh once i learned you know a couple chords i i just wanted to play all the time and um and so he and mom bought me a six string plastic guitar you know with the nylon strings and i could i could make music out of that thing i mean it was literally plastic but it was six strings it stayed in tune and so I would take it to school. I remember being in third grade. We were doing a, uh, we were doing some type of a, a you know, Abraham Lincoln uh, tribute, and uh, and we were singing a song to the tune of the Battle Hymn of the Republic about Abraham Lincoln. I won't sing it for you now, but suffice to say, I'm pretty sure I remember most of the lyrics. And I um, walked up to Mrs. Long, our teacher, and I said. I'll cover this on guitar. Oh, wow. And so I did. I figured out the chords to the Battle Hymn of the Republic, and there's no internet back then. So, you know, I figured you a good out ear. You had a all good the... Ear. You have a good ear now, yeah, I know that. Yeah, it's had a pretty good ear. So, um, yeah, and I took that, that little plastic guitar, and I accompanied my class on uh, the Abraham Lincoln song. So that was quite fun. Then they, then they would have me, you know, do that frequently. That's so cool. Yeah. It was fun. Awesome. So, so any 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 band or other um, things going on? You know, in the early days for you, like in, that, you know, it's pretty early. But in in the early days, uh, not really. I went by my school did not teach instrumental music until eighth grade. And it wasn't to, guitar, was it? Was not guitar. No. So uh, the other thing that happened when I was about eleven is. Uh, Channel 6 had an old studio piano, a baby grand piano, that uh, they were getting rid of because it was, you know, it was beat up and all kinds. So my dad said, hey, can I have that? And he had it, he had movers bring it into our basement where it sat for probably 30 some years. Um, and I would go down and play. Dad, of course, once again, could play anything. But he only played the black keys. And he'd say, play along with me on guitar, Beth. But I was young and I wasn't good at bridge chords then. And everything he played was like in G flat or D flat or something like that. But then I finally taught myself to play chords on the piano and, and read music a little bit. But when I was in eighth grade, I thought this is an opportunity to finally learn to read music properly. So I learned to play the saxophone in eighth grade and played that all through high school. And uh, we didn't have a big band in, in high school. I went to Bishop Hartley, home of the Hawks, and uh, more or less had a pep band. Uh, but I played the saxophone and kept playing the guitar and things like that. And then I, uh, when it was apparent that I was going to go to Ohio, the Ohio State University, my band director at Hartley had been an Ohio State marching band member for five years. Paul Parks, shout out. 
And uh, he said, if you're going to Ohio State, I'm going to teach you how to play a brass instrument because it's all brass and percussion. And oh, by the way, I'll teach you how to march too because I never marched. So he spent that summer between senior year and freshman year in college teaching me how to play the alto horn and how to uh, how to march. And I tried out for the Ohio State Marching Band and I got cut. I made it to final cuts. I was very happy about that. And uh, it was a good experience. So I worked hard. Freshman year, played in what was then called the military band. Now it's the, the uh, athletic band and got better on the instrument, worked on my marching. And my sophomore year, I made the Ohio State Marching Band and was in it my sophomore, junior, and senior year in college, one of the greatest experiences I ever had. And I learned a lot musically being oh, in that sure. band. Absolutely. Yeah. I, yeah. Would, I would think it's it, so, so here you are, you're, you're uh, from five learning the chords of the guitar, yep. um, having fun with that. Yep. And then into the OSU greatest, well, the no, be- the best, best damn, damn band, band in, in the, the land. land. That's right. Uh, and through college. Mm-hmm. And, um, so, you know, you kind of also are involved in, in other related arts. I, I am. I, um, in high school, I got very involved in theater. And then during college, I didn't do anything because I was in the band and it was very intensive. And, uh, so after I graduated from, from college and moved away and then I moved back and a college friend of mine said, Hey, uh, come be in this musical that we're in. We still need some people. So I started doing community theater and, uh, still doing it to this day. Took a little break when I was a, a mom and a and a traveling uh, businesswoman, uh, but yeah, I have a blast doing musical theater and and now more non musicals than uh, than I ever did before. But uh, I was quite the geek musically. I was doing marching band songs and musical theater songs and uh, listening to pop radio. So being in a rock band was not something that was on my mind probably. I didn't think that was my persona for a long time until I got the opportunity to do it. And when what when was that opportunity? Like so Well, I I, I um I lived in Cincinnati before I moved back to Columbus ten years ago and I, I had an opportunity to do a uh, a duo with a keyboard player down there and we started doing, you know, some some more pop type stuff, but we'd throw a couple rock and roll songs. I'd play the guitar and a little saxophone and he'd play the keyboards and I did most of the lead vocals, but you know, it was just fun stuff. And we, and we did what we liked. But, uh, then when I moved back to Columbus, uh, a good friend of mine, Pat Lawler, bass player said, you know, we really should do something. And that's how Megabeth started. And we added Steve, we, you know, we, uh, Pat unfortunately left the band uh, about five, six years ago, but we got a great, great new bass player who was a friend of mine, Tim Hennessy, who is uh, just an awesome bass player, Love awesome Tim. singer. Yep, Love he's Tim. fantastic. And and our drummer Los Giles, who plays in a lot of different bands around town, Paradigm Shift. He plays with Six Foot Blonde. Um, we really have Love great Los. personnel. They're they're and between Steve's lead guitars, Los's drumming, and Tim's bass playing, and my you know, my rhythm, guitar and, and vocals. Um, 
adding whatever they do to the mix. And Megabeth, Megabeth really is a fun yeah. four-piece rocking band. Yeah. You know, and I, every gig that I've attended uh, over the last couple of years, you know, the crowd really appreciates what's going on. Yeah. You know? And you, I noticed too, you have a you have a lot of local music peers that you know come to oh. our shows and hang out it's and fantastic you know, yeah. play a couple of tunes here and there so yeah um it's you know part of the support um you know that that uh, i think uh, the community does uh so well so many great musicians in columbus and yeah it's a lot of fun so good that you're doing this podcast to highlight a lot of them it's, yeah. well, it's great know, I, it, there's so much that i think you've shared about yourself that nobody really realized no. about you know like you know, you're the you're the youngest of six. You you learned guitar, you know, at a very early age. Um, you're inspired by your father, who was you know part of the the, the media uh, pioneering events of radio and TV, which is awesome. Um, and um, you know, you're a member of the Ohio State Marching Band alumni at this point, right? And that's uh, right. You hit those alumni games with, uh, with the marches which which is always fun to to see you and your bandmates get together and we have fun relive the uh <laughs> the times of, of of uh you know osu marching band yes uh, during college but um you know seeing megabeth is is a lot of fun and what what else do you have with megabeth because you yeah i mean you're very busy with your yeah. professional life let alone um, and we, we touch a little bit on theater, but let's, you know, let's also note your involvement in local theater and then move into some of the music projects that okay. are part of uh, Columbus. Yeah, I appreciate that. We, um, you know, years ago, I met a very, very dear friend, Doug Schaefer, who is one of the best directors I've ever worked with and just incredibly talented and uh, when I moved back to Columbus, he and I started doing some shows again together with our other good friend, Scott Jones, who's a phenomenal set designer and choreographer. And we decided, hey, you know what? Let's do this ourselves. So we started our own theater company about five years ago called Performing Arts Creative Ensemble, or PACE, PaceColumbus.com, I believe is our, is our website. And we've started, uh, we started producing some shows that maybe you haven't seen for a while. We started five years ago with Death Trap. You know, classic shows that, that are, are underperformed a lot of times. We've done Arsenic and Old Lace. We've done The Shadow Box, uh, several really great shows, and tried to showcase local talent that way. I've been fortunate to, to be in a few of the shows, and, and uh, we've been performing at Columbus Dance Theater on on. Uh, East Main Street near Parsons, and they're a very great organization that we've uh, formed a good uh, relationship with. And um, it's it's so gratifying not just to do theater. Doing theater is just a passion of mine and always has been. But Doug and I watch the, I call them kids, the kids that we bring in to do shows. And we look five years later and they have formed the same types of friendships that Doug and I formed 35 plus years ago. You know, you, you look at their Facebook posts or their Instagram posts and they're, and they're hanging with the people that they wouldn't even know if we hadn't cast them in a show. And so it's like, you know, it's paying it forward, but it's also making new friends ourselves and, and, and just having a blast doing it. We're, we're going to be launching our first musical 
in August of this year. We're going to be doing the Pirates of Penzance, and we'll have some auditions coming up on June 25th. Um, so you can look at our Facebook page, Pace Performing Arts Creative Ensemble, and uh, or, or go to our website, PaceColumbus.com, and, uh, and find out when those are. And if you're not a performer, come see us. It's a lot of fun, and you won't be disappointed. Absolutely. So that's uh, thanks for that plug. We appreciate it. <laughs> that's good. No, it's good. It's really good. And it's it's um, also an augmentation of, um, you know, some of the additional music projects that you're in. So, you yeah. know, we've talked about, we covered a lot of ground and it's part of your background, but... You know, along with all of that, what are the other uh, music projects that are going on with you, Beth? There's so many cool things happening. Like like we talked about, there's so many great musicians in Columbus, and and they're a very giving group of people as well. And um, so years ago, Tim Hennessy and I started a duo with the very clever name Beth and Tim. Uh, I think Tim wanted to call us the Dunning-Kruger effect, but uh, yeah. we decided against that. So. It's tough to, for a booking agent to, to yeah. write that all and down. And plus the, the be meaning behind it is like, yeah, look it up. But um, <laughs> So you. we decided on the very clever Beth and Tim, and uh, we performed at Clotta, if you remember that, in the Brewery District for about two years, once a month. And we've got some other gigs that uh, that we've done through the years. We love performing together. We do a little mellower stuff. Uh, we do some versions of Megabeth songs that we've, you know, we do a, you know, bass and acoustic duo. And, um, uh, and we have, I think a pretty good rapport on stage as well as we, we blend well vocally. So that's been, oh, yeah, that's it's been a fun a thing. Time. Yeah. That's been a fun thing. Um, and, and then recently I've got two more recent projects that I'm excited about. The first one is uh, we have our debut on May 19th. Hey, 19. Hey, 19. Um, and we're, uh, the, the broader name is The Liquor Talking. We're giving you a Steely Dan experience. We've, uh, we're known as the Babylon Brothers right now. Babylonbrothers.net is our website. And, man, we've got some of the best musicians you can imagine in this project. We're, we're going to give you, you know, an hour and a half or so of Steely Dan songs with the uh, uh, Mr. Matt, Matt's a stone, the, uh, number two podcast, uh, participant on bass and backing vocals. We've got Paul Weiss on keyboards and an incredible Donald Fagan sound to his voice. We've got, um, uh, Keith Fields who is killing it on guitar and we've got Tommy yeah, Edwards. Oh, Steely he's a Dan beast. Material, oh my right? gosh! So and Tommy Edwards. Tommy Edwards, just just an incredible drummer. These guys have so much experience and first class. And then we're going to have a special guest. Oh, I sh- I should say um, I'm I'm one of the uh, backup vocals. And Melanie Roy, Mel Roy, many of you know her, uh, really well known in the music industry in town. She's the other backing vox and. Um, we both get a couple leads as well. So, and then as a guest performer for our first uh, our first uh, show, we're having Steve Pickerel, who also does saxophone in a in a Pink Floyd cover band, The Dark Side of the Moon. Um, he's going to be doing our sax parts for the Steely Dan show, and he's he's amazing. Really looking forward to that. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. We're going to be There's at a Mozart's. Few few tickets left, right? Yeah, there are, we we um, have probably about 25 or 30 tickets left right now. 
Mozart's Cafe on High Street in Clintonville, Friday, March 19th at uh, 8 p.m. And if you want tickets, you can contact me or Matt or any of the band people if you know them, or go to Eventbrite, or you can go to BabylonBrothers.net. Tickets are only $10 a piece, and they will have uh, an additional uh, uh, chance for dinner there. So we would love to see you all. We hope to do many more working on additional bookings, but Babylon Brothers, the Steely Dan experience is just some of the most fun I've ever had musically. Yeah, and you know, given given that this podcast will be out in the ether for the next fifty seven years, um, you know, this, that we're in twenty twenty three. Yeah, um, there will be a lot more shows, but there will but, be. I, but this initial show is is really. Um, uh, just a few oh, weeks away, yeah. you know, as it would relate it's to the actually 10 the, days the away linear yeah. time. Yeah. Machine. And if in like six years we hit another Friday, May 19th, hopefully we'll be back at Mozart's. So this is relevant again. That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and that, there'll be a lot of shows. So, so stay, yes. stay in touch with, with everybody as, uh, at those websites that, that, uh, I guess, suppose you mentioned and, and there'll be a lot yeah. of future shows, um, as well as this debut one that uh, I, I personally am really looking forward to. That's going to be fun. You know, when I was talking with Mr. S- Mr. Matt um, a, f- a few weeks ago, um, you know, I had the had the uh, uh, pleasure to, to drop you off, Beth, um, at rehearsal, and I stuck around. And, and I, you know, I can attest that that is going to be an, a really fun. If you're a Steely Dan fan, it's really going to be fun to see these guys um, perform a lot of this really cool material and it's, it's uh, so cool good stuff yeah so looking forward to that so we got so we got babylon brothers going and um you know it doesn't stop there beth it's no like, it, it, i can't believe we you know we spend as much time together as we do but we do well we do but you have all this going on i, I do and, and there's, and there's one more other, there's one other, <laughs> but wait there's more um i was i was so fortunate earlier this year to to meet someone who I had heard about, I had seen perform, and uh, most people know her as Six Foot Blonde, uh, somebody I now consider my good friend, Ann Wilson. Yeah, I love Ann. And love uh, she's, a, she's got a big voice, and she indeed is a Six Foot Blonde, and she is such an entertainer. And uh, she approached me, and I happily said, yes, let's do something together. So Anne and I, although we haven't come up with a name yet, uh, and maybe we won't. Maybe it's just Six Foot Blonde and Megabeth. Um, we have started performing um, acoustic duo stuff. And again, things you know, songs you know, current, older, whatever. We read the crowd. She's great at reading the crowd and making sure that you're engaged and uh we just had a gig a couple weeks ago at uh, at Slick Whiskers in Powell, but this Sunday, Mother's Day, we'll be performing at the Island House out at Buckeye Lake at, from 2 to 5. So we would love to all see you come out there. The Island House is on the, uh, the west side of the lake, so it's not too far from Columbus. We'll be performing later this month at uh, the Buckeye Lake Winery as well and throughout the summer. So... Um, Look at uh, either the Six Foot Blonde website or uh, Facebook page or Ann Wilson's or my Facebook page, Beth Newsom Cronenweth, and uh, we'll get the uh, get the gigs posted out there. But man, it's it's fun to uh, to be performing with her, and uh, we're just looking forward to adding new songs uh, all the time. 
Indeed. And, you know, I personally have not seen you guys perform yet. Um, and, uh, so I got to change that. I, I think I had a gig the last you time did. myself with, yeah. with what I was had, had going on, but, um, uh, you know, Mother's Day, I think I'll, I'll be out there at Buckeye Lake yeah. basking in the sun a little bit, having a nice cold beverage yeah, and, please and do. chilling out. Um, so good. It'll be good. And that's, that's, that's the Sunday. And then, so yeah. again, you know, it's just one gig, one project after another, lots going on there. We'll keep busy. What else is going on, Beth? You, you know, what else Seriously. is going on? I mean, we just built a studio in our condo, so that's yeah, cool. Yeah. And we're using it now. We're using I, it I, now. I think it's, um, it's going to serve a couple of purposes. It'll be fun. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'd like to, you know, continue to maybe work on some original music. Yeah, together. it's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, separately, you know, and it's a thing too. Um, we both play, but we both keep a healthy separation of church and state, which I think is a very healthy, you know, because, yeah. uh, I don't know. We, we have different styles. We're different levels of, uh, you know, performance, et cetera, et cetera. But at the same time, we both love music. We love to perform and we love to support local music. Yeah. And we've, we've performed together. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, but, and it's a healthy, it's a healthy it's, separation. It's a healthy separation. Right. Yeah. But when we, when we get together, it's fun too. Yeah, it definitely is fun. And we have a lot of good friends. We, you know, we, uh, I have some big personal news. My daughter, my only child, just got married uh, a few weeks ago. So that uh, that has has been great. And I would say that my daughter Emma and her husband Valerio are two of our biggest supporters as far as as our music goes and our activities go and, and theater and so forth. And they've got a little dog, a corgi named Phoebe, who I'm sure if she could go to the theater... She would be there too, or the or the shows. Oh, yeah. and if she's listening now, she'll be wagging her little tail yeah. in Chicago. Hi, Phoebe. Grandma <laughs> says hi. Okay, that's that's that. Um, so yeah, we're uh, we we do keep busy, uh, and you know th- when we're not performing because we do perform a lot, but you know it's manageable. But the best thing that we like to do, and Len, I think you would agree with me, is to go see our friends. Live local music is is just thriving in Columbus, Ohio, and there's every kind of music, every 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 style, every level. Uh, there's there's great solo performers, duos, bands, uh, and we know we know we always know people who are performing, and there's nothing that makes us happier than going to see those those folks perform. And, uh, and and the and the support back and forth is is palpable. It's just it's just an awesome place to do music columbus ohio columbus really does have um a wonderful music uh presence and to your point it's it's a lot of fun to to to, um support our friends people that we know um but also um you know you'll discover too as you um spend time on the weekends um supporting local music that there are a couple of not a couple, there's a lot of different scenes of music styles and different scenes, different um, uh, genres that, you know, have their own clubs and neighborhoods and and uh, groups of supporters that, um, you know, I personally over the years have, have liked to spin through. And that's kind of been my inspiration to actually, you know, do this podcast is uh, there's been so many. And so many different genres, and there's different venues that have 
um, folks that I've met and spent time with and talked with. And I've learned about a lot of the stories and backgrounds. And I'm just like, man, the, I, more people I think would be interested in, you know, like having this conversation with you, Beth, mm-hmm. there's so much about you that nobody really, really knows that all of that makes up what they see on stage. Yep. And, and now I, hopefully they have a little more insight. And, I hope and so. I, yeah. It's it's fun to hear, you know, the backgrounds and some of the adventures yeah. and you've, you've seen a lot and you contribute a lot. I will tell you that uh, from a very, very early age, even before I started playing the guitar, I knew I wanted to perform. <laughs> and I used to wish I could climb into the TV and, you know, be on the Donna Reed show or something, you know, but uh, I don't know why that came specifically, but it did. And, uh, you know, I did, spent many years performing and then I spent many years not performing because of life calling and everything was was absolutely worth it. But to be at this point in my life and being able to to express myself through performance in in many different ways is just almost brings me to tears because it's it's what I've always wanted to do. And, uh, you know, it's a it's a big part of my life now. And to have a partner who not only understands it, but but lives it as well is uh, it's just like the best place to be right now. Yeah, it's fun. We, we're yeah. blessed people yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, so and, and I appreciate you. I appreciate what you do. And I appreciate, you know, the fact that we're able to do a lot of it together. You know, it's it's um, it's a blessing. It is. So support local music. Um, and in, in this case, you know, uh, stay, stay in touch with Megabeth. Stay in touch with Beth and Tim. Um, Babylon Brothers is, is coming and there'll be more, I think, attached and surrounding that yes. particular uh, group of musicians. And they're, they're all aces. Um, all the, everyone involved in that project is, is going to be... Um, you know, a, a highly contributing factor to, to the cause. Yep. Um, the, uh, uh, six foot blonde, um, and Wilson. Um, and I think, uh, you know, Beth, anything you choose to do is always, I think a lot of fun and, <laughs> um, there's a lot to stay in touch with, including your theater company pace. Yes. Performing arts, creative ensemble. So that's I, that's coming around the, the bend here for this year as well, right? I I it, it is, and um, I like to have fun. I think fun is an important part of life, and uh, you know you need to be able to relax and uh, and laugh at yourself and laugh with others and um, and just do what you enjoy because life is <laughs> life goes by quickly. Yes, it does. Unfortunately, it yeah. does. We're here for a blink of an eye. And, yep. Um, I'm just glad to be here with you. I'm glad to be here with you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Lynn. Thank you. I think, um, you know, with all of that um, that you have going on in music and in theater, you still, and your professional career, oh, <laughs> which that. is very demanding, <laughs> Um you you make you make me a priority, 
which I appreciate. And we still spend a tremendous amount of time together, which yep. just blows my mind how you're able to manage your time as, as well as you do. Well, and we laugh. We laugh a oh, lot. We, we do laugh. We do laugh. Mostly because I'm really funny. You are funny. You're funny. <laughs> you're talented. You're cute. Uh, you know, what can you say? You're, you're, uh, you know, you're having a lot of fun. You, uh, you have fun on. around yourself. That's right. I have a fun halo. There's a, your aura. My aura is, is purple. It's fun. It's pur- <laughs> it is so fun. It's purple. I can see people's auras. You know that about me. Yes, right? I do know that. So, you know, I always admired your purple aura. Thank you. you know, I'll have to look regal. that up after this. It's regal. Yes. All right. Well, um, I appreciate your time, Elizabeth. I, I have to get going, beat the traffic to get home. Yeah. 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 Okay. Actually, I'm I, home. So I understand. It's all good. Absolutely. And so, um, you know, we thank everyone for listening. Um, Beth, Beth Newsom Cronoweth. Um, she's on Facebook. She's got a couple of those band uh, websites and, and theater websites. Check those out. And uh, we do appreciate everybody listening today. Support live local music and theater. Absolutely. Thank you, Beth. Thank you, Lynn.